Good morning truth. Many times we have fanatics, for lack of a better word, who want to take the Bible and interpret it to serve their agenda and to elevate their opinions. I want to tell you that this kind of manipulation is demonic and blasphemous. And any of you who have been following Bible deliverance knows that I stress over and over again the importance of every confessed believer studying the word of God for themselves. Stop allowing Satan to plague your mind with the concept that the Bible is boring. Find a translation befitting your style of learning and study. Study the word of God. I never understood how anyone could proclaim the Bible to be boring. Even before I picked up the mantle of ministry, I never considered the Bible boring. If truth be told, I just preferred doing other things than reading the Bible. See, because what I also knew is if I began to study the Word of God, it would convict me concerning the lifestyle that I was leading, which was outside of the will of God. Now, I'm not judging you. I'm just telling you where I was and what my plight was. But boring? No. No. How? When the Bible is literally filled with every issue, every sin, every mindset that we are dealing with today. In biblical times, they might not have had technology. But they made their gods with their hands just like we do today. Some of y'all will get what I'm trying to say in a minute. But today I want to talk to you about not making the government your God. Romans 13 and 1 says, Let every person be subject to the governing authorities. And then you turn to Acts 5.29 and and the scripture reads, But Peter and the apostles answered, We must obey God rather than men. Pastor, is the Bible contradicting itself? Not at all. Now, I'm going to read you the second part of Romans 13 and 1. The first part I'm going to remind you reads, Let every person be subject to the governing authorities. The scripture goes on to read, For there is no authority except from God, and the authorities that exist are appointed by God. Now you're really confused as you try to make sense out of the government coming from God, especially when you look at our government today. Let me help you make sense out of all of this. God established the system of government, and there were strict regulations on how godly government should be ran. And you can best believe discord and slander and division was never part of God's plan for government. God put a system of government in place, but not the corruption those who hold positions tend to exalt. In Titus 3 and 1, The scripture reads, remind them to be submissive to rulers and authorities, to be obedient and to be ready for every good work. This scripture lets us know that the government is supposed to exalt good works. What is righteous? What pleases God? 
When we go along with anyone's agenda that does not align with the righteousness, fairness, equality, kindness, and truth of God, then we have made that person or that system our God. Anything that we allow to override the righteousness of God has become our God. And we need to beware of the, of, be aware of those who push one or two of God's commandments but violate the spirit of Jesus. That's manipulation. That is not an agenda that should be, a port, be supported by anyone who confesses to be a believer of God, who professes and confesses to live to honor the will of God. Going back to Acts 5.29, but Peter and the apostles answered, we must obey God rather than men. Just know that you are not called to obey any word, any law, any agenda, any plan that goes against the word of God. Your absolute allegiance should be to God and God alone. Your allegiance to man should be contingent only based on their alignment with the kingdom of God, plain and simple. If they switch out, your loyalty to them should also switch out. This whole concept of ride or die is a foolish illusion. How are you going to choose to ride or die with men who are imperfect and leave God over here who is perfect and go against his perfect will? That's foolish illusion. When we elect our leaders based on promises of provision, based on promises of lowering our taxes or any other material benefit, we have again chosen to make whomever is pushing that agenda our God. Anytime someone can bait us with stuff and promises of stuff, then we have denounced God as our provider. If you believe in your heart that God is your absolute provider, what can man really then offer you? Which is why Jesus said in Matthew 22 and 21, render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's and to God the things that are his. In other words, don't get caught up in accepting the government as your God, allowing someone to buy your commitment to righteousness, putting you in a place where you react to their promises in a manner which doubts your true provider. During last election time, I remember someone saying to me, well, if you vote for this one, you can best believe that your taxes is gonna go up. And my response to them was, and you can best believe that God will increase my provisions so I don't even notice. That's the kind of conviction that believers walk in. Because you don't get my vote because of your promises. You get my vote because I believe that you're gonna follow 
the mandate of God, that you understand that you work for the people, that you walk in humility. God gave us clear directives on how we should choose our leaders and what leaders we should support. In Deuteronomy 1 and 13, the scripture says, choose men who are wise, who have understanding and experience. Not necessarily those who have a business sense or understand how business works or is popular amongst the people. See, there's a big difference with being business smart and having wisdom. Wisdom comes first and foremost from one being in relationship with God. How can anyone boast that they are wise and godliness and blessedness not be prevalent in their character? The Bible tells us blessed are the peacemakers for they will be called the children of God. On the other hand, one can understand how business works, but not be suitable for leadership. See, you need to understand God is not concerned or impressed with our business accolades. He is concerned about how his people are treated, how his people are cared for, how they're encouraged. That is what God is references when he says they are to have understanding. Understanding what is needed by the people. Understanding that as a leader, your desire should be to serve the people. Understanding how to meet the needs of the people. And always understanding that as a leader, you're required to put the will of God first and the people second. And then the word of God references experience. An experienced leader knows the industry that he's leading inside and out because before stepping into that leadership position, he has served with and amongst those he seeks to lead. Don't ever choose a leader who has never served the people that he's desiring to lead. God is not pleased with inexperienced popularity figures looking to exalt themselves as leaders over his people. Remember, Lucifer was evicted from heaven because of that same mindset. He wanted to be exalted as a leader based solely off of the popularity he had achieved. See, Lucifer's musical talent went to his head. Talent is a wonderful gift, but it's experience that makes great leaders. I had a friend tell me once, if you wanna learn how to fly a plane, don't get lessons from a truck driver. In that scenario, it's easy to see how following the lead of an inexperienced 
person can turn out completely wrong. I'm here to tell you this morning that that principle is consistent in everything. You want experienced people in positions that have power to make things go completely wrong or completely right. This morning, I just want to reiterate in the climate that we are in as people, in the climate that we are in as a nation, in the climate that we are in as a world, to stay true to the righteousness of God, not money, not material things, not government perks. And don't become so committed to any party, left, right, Republican, Democrat, that you compromise the kingdom of heaven by acting and exalting words in ways that fall contrary to the will and the ways of God. Let your loyalty to all men be contingent on their wholehearted obedience to God. If they stray from holiness, your loyalty to them should also stray. Your loyalty should be directed by holiness, nothing Remember, when you start your day with truth, blessings throughout the remainder of the day is inevitable.